You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-419-2335. 800-419-2335. That's 800-419-2335. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, January 8th, 2021, our 26th year on the air. We always use the Friday dates going into every weekend to let you know when you want to check out our show notes, videos, everything that we have for the broadcast for that week. And the reason we use the Friday dates is because many of our affiliates air the program on Saturday, many on Sundays, and several on both days. So it's always good to just use Friday so you know. And the reason I explain that is when you want to come visit us, maybe check out those show notes, uh, see the videos that we post with many guests and so forth. Uh, Check out This Week in Tech History, 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 starring Chris, that you know to visit us at intotomorrow.com. And in this case, this particular show for the weekend of Friday, January 8th. Does that make sense? It does. And when you check out those um, uh, This Week in Tech History videos, as Cameron tells me to remind you all the time, make sure you, uh, what does he say, smash that like button and subscribe. Yeah. And <laughs> buy our merch, yeah. which we don't have any of at the moment, but maybe we will. Yeah. But apparently he told me I need to remind people that so that you know we get more views on our videos. He goes, that's what you have to do these days. You know, just, to say smash the smash like, that button. like button and subscribe so you never miss. Okay. You know, yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. Check it out at intotomorrow.com and smash us there, won't you? Uh, or something. By the way, that was uh, Chris Graveline. I'm Dave Graveline. We've got Nosomi in the control room, Beth in Naples, Kim in Coconut Creek, Erasmo in South Beach, and Horatio in New York City. And all of us are here for one reason, and that is to help you with any digital dilemma you may have, to answer your consumer tech questions. And you can call in, send a note, send a message anytime, 24-7. You can even send us a text to our 800 number. Thanks to Text Me Anywhere. Try it, and we'll select some for a few prizes. You can simply text to 800-899-4686. First name and city, always. If you send us a text, first name and city, and preferably how you hear the show. And then we'll address your question that way on occasion. But we'd much rather hear you on the air. And it's fun. I sort of hold your hand through the process. If you want to see what I'm talking about, call the 800 number anytime at your leisure, and you'll see. Because we ask simple questions and then allow you to ask a question, even a follow-up if you have a follow-up question. 
and then we address it on the air. It's really very easy. Or even gooder, you could use the free Into Tomorrow app, the audio option, and participate that way. And it sounds like you're right here in the studio sitting on Chris's lap. Huh? It allows you to play Santa once in a while. Either way, some tech news and commentary before we get to Gigi in Georgia with more listener questions or comments. Business has been good for Fortnite creator Epic Games. The company just bought a shopping mall in North Carolina that they will use as their new headquarters. Wait, they bought a whole shopping mall? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a shopping mall anymore. It was empty. It was, you oh. know, so, but, but, <laughs> and probably know. a little strip center. No, or, it, was, it was actually, it's it's an 87-acre Cary Town Center. Wow. So they're gonna, they plan to turn that into their new home base by 2024. A spokesperson said Epic's plans for developing the property, including demolishing some of the existing structures on the site, but didn't offer any further specifics, saying plans are still in the early stages. But it's an Epic plan. Yeah. Uh. Now, until the new headquarters is ready, Epic will continue to operate out of its current offices about three miles away in Cary. But apparently they're expanding dramatically, they're expanding. and they needed more room. Yeah. Say somebody said, "Hey, why not buy that mall down the street?" Yeah, and you know, and probably more than money than they've made on the game is probably from Fortnite merch. You oh, know, that's so right, they're the Fortnite people. Yeah. Oh, so no wonder they could buy well, a mall. Say, you helped them buy that because that was one of the things I think you got Cameron for Christmas was a Fortnite Nerf gun, and yeah. So. Cost a fortune, too. <laughs> I hope he appreciates it. Has he been shooting you with uh, it? Yeah, he used it in our, uh, our uh, Nerf gun battle last weekend. Oh, good. So continued expansion. I, I was walking around yeah. the corner and I hear, Papa, I'm going to snipe you. Ouch. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Shopping trends and consumer behavior have certainly changed during the pandemic. And Ibotta, a leading uh, cash back app, has shared some interesting data on what products people bought more of. Of at the start of the pandemic. Based on their purchase data comparing what people bought in 2019 to what they bought in the first half of 2020, here's what people nationwide were buying more of. Spirits. Booze. 33%. Not a surprise, right? Bakery items down 17%. Now that surprised me. I figured more people would buy more bakery items. They're stuck at home. Meat, poultry, and seafood up 16% because more people, of course, preparing meals at home. Deli products down 15%. Beauty and grooming down 14% because you couldn't go to your hairstylist unless you were Nancy Pelosi. Canned goods and soup down 13%. I would have thought canned goods would have been up, but no, for some reason. Frozen foods down 12%. Again, preparing fresh foods as often as you can health and wellness products up 10 percent snacks cookies and chips up seven percent no surprise there candy down four percent that just kind of threw me uh beer down two percent overall again a surprise Uh i figured more people would be buying a lot more beer only two percent less but still um wine Overall, a 12% increase. (laughs) You and I have bought wine, and we're not heavy wine drinkers or drinkers at all, but we both have talked about buying wine more recently, too. Because I recently gave a friend of of ours a a bottle of wine that I've had sitting around for months, so I had to replace that one with another one that will sit around for months. (laughs) Oh, that you'll then use as a gift? Yeah, probably. Or or maybe drink it? Who knows? Well, you know, and given uh, the way our local grocery store is going, I think, you know, paper towel sales are probably up 12,000% or something. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. We've got uh, toilet paper in stock, plenty of that. 
for whatever reason, we don't have any paper towels. Yeah, and I hope people aren't <laughs> using paper towels in lieu of TP. If they are, then they deserve what they got coming. Yeah, because that's just weird yeah. and rough, it you would paper seem. cuts. And why paper towels have been out of stock? It, uh, why, why toilet paper was is still a, a mystery as well, uh-huh. except hoarders thinking, oh, my gosh, we're not going to be able to go, go to a store or do anything. And What do we need most? <gasps> toilet paper, I guess. That's mm-hmm. just weird stuff. Anyway, apparel shows stark declines in purchase behavior nationwide with a drastic 37% decline. Apparently, people weren't out buying clothes because well, they couldn't. If you're not going out or going to work, you don't need to buy clothes. That's true. <laughs> While this data is not surprising, it validates what we've been seeing and our understanding of how the pandemic has impacted spending habits. I, I, I did see another report somewhere that said, like, pajama sales were up, like, 40% or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because people doing Zoom meetings were doing them at least the bottom half in their pajamas. Yeah. So not a problem. You know, we tell all of our guests when we do Zoom interviews, if you're not wearing pants, don't stand up. Because it's important that they get, you know, in, in addition, oh, by the way, make sure your face is lit and you don't have a bright background and, and you know, you have a, a decent uh, uh, webcam and all that kind of stuff. Because we try to make sure that if we're presenting Zoom interviews to you, our audience, that they are nice to look at. You want to see the guest. You want to see their products. Stuff like that. Yeah, and have you, have you said this to me a year ago on the show? Like, what's a Zoom? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, we never, nobody ever heard of Zoom unless you did it with your business. Certainly schools weren't doing it a year ago and stuff, but certainly everybody has since. And obviously their stock has increased dramatically. I think it was 300-something percent. No, no question about that. Yeah. Now, Verizon has indefinitely delayed the shutdown of its 3G network. Uh, the news comes from Verizon spokesperson Kevin King, who said, Our 3G network is operational, and we don't have a plan to shut it down at this time. We'll work with our customers to move them to newer technology. Now, Verizon previously announced that it planned to shutter the 3G network at the end of 2020, which was already a delay. Mm-hmm. The company originally intended to close the network at the end of 2019. See, I guess they were surprised that they weren't selling as many 5G phones as they thought they would by now. Probably. So, you know, now it seems that Verizon is once again putting that decision to shut down the 3G network down the road. This, of course, only affects customers with existing 3G devices. Verizon has not allowed activation of new 3G devices on its network since 2018. Interesting. Wow. So if, you're, if you've got one of those old flip phones on Verizon, you're okay for right now. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't rush out to get a, at least a 4G or even a 5G because it'll still work for a little while. Yeah, because if they were supposed to shut it down at the end of 2019 and they said, ah, we'll wait a year, and then it was supposed to shut down at the end of 2020, now they said, ah, we'll wait a little longer. Who knows when? But it may be, you know, they may still have their 3G network when we're up to like 7 or 8G. Oh, <laughs> oh gee. I don't think yeah. so. At some point, it's got to be shut down. It's very expensive to run the older networks, so they've got to be able to to shut it down at some point, but not any time in the near future. For those of you in the aviation industry, cleared for takeoff, Amazon has been operating cargo planes for a long time, but those planes have always been leased. Well, the purchase of 11 jets from Delta Airlines and WestJet Airlines marks the beginning of an Amazon air fleet that's expected to be 85 planes by the end of next year. Again, they make way too much money Uh of yours. And now they're buying 85 planes for an Amazon air fleet. Interesting. Mm -hmm. They should just use extra airlines and... You know, book them as they need them, and they'll charter planefuls of Amazon gear and send it wherever they need to go. 
But no, they don't want to lease planes anymore, or they want their own planes, probably so they can put their logo on it. Probably. Yeah. Microsoft is closing down its Minecraft Earth mobile game in June due, oh, no. due to the ongoing pandemic. <laughs> the ambitious game had aimed to rival Pokemon Go and cover the world in virtual blocks for players to meet and play together. The Minecraft team says that Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation. Yeah. Uh, the final build of the game has just been released, which reduces the amount of time it takes to craft in the game and the cost of certain materials. It's designed to let players craft and build more easily and safely at home in the coming months before the game is disabled on June 30th. Players will no longer be able to download or play Minecraft after that, and Microsoft is deleting player data the next day on July 1st. So they're not wasting any time. The next day? Yeah. Gone, boom, done. Holy cow, that's kind of wild. Viacom CBS said that it's finally reached a distribution agreement with Disney's Hulu that puts many of its most popular cable channels on the live television video streaming service. More than 14 Viacom CBS networks, including Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, among others, are now going to Hulu with live TV. So far, they have not announced a price hike with the new additions, but just wait. These companies also declined to specify the date when those networks will be available to customers. But as we've talked on the show a lot of times, they're going to charge you more money yeah, well, very they, soon. They just hiked the price of the Hulu Live TV 10, yeah. 10 bucks. I talked about it a few weeks ago, and, and it was funny because I had just canceled it because of that price hike. And then a few days later, one of my Facebook memories came up from one year ago where I was complaining about that price hike. Of course. <laughs> and then Disney bought them, and yeah. you knew they were going to hike again uh-huh. because that's what Mickey Mouse does. Takes your money. Uh-huh. Mickey Mouse is as bad as Apple and Amazon. Yep. Just just money grubbing. I want your money, 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 money. Well, they got to make up for all the losses they've had at their theme parks. Yeah. Well, they made up for that by laying off, what, 80,000 employees for crying yeah. out loud? What about taking care of your staff? What about taking care of your people? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Don't get me started. I think I did start. Yeah. Get, get me stopped. Right. A group of 200 Google employees, speaking of Google, of course, announced this past week that they're forming a union to address long-running workplace concerns, such as alleged racial discrimination and profiting from ads of hate groups that have been dismissed by executives. The union's creation is highly unusual for the tech industry, which has long resisted efforts to organize its largely white-collar workforce called the Alphabet Workers Union after Google's parent company, Alphabet. The new union was organized in secret for the better part of a year and elected its leadership just last month. Now, how that many Google employees were able to keep something secret for a year is surprising to begin with. Even Apple can't seem to keep secrets. I know. How many iPhones have been uh, left in bars Mm -hmm. or iPhone prototypes? Yeah, but we've also (laughs) talked over the many years, 26, that we've been on the air, and certainly the last many years that iPhones have been available, that a lot of that we think is marketing. Yeah, true. You know, left at a bar, prototype, you know, somebody stole it. No, no, it got us all talking about it. All the hype that was created, including those of us in the tech media industry, it was just very bizarre. What can I say? Gigi in St. Simons Island, Georgia, listens on 93.7 WBQO. Hello, Gigi. Hi, Dave. I'm interested in your suggestions that might help an elderly person in isolation feel less lonely, possibly things that do not require Internet or Wi-Fi, like standalone items. 
Wow. Well, Gigi, that's a really good question. It kind of makes me a little sad, but I understand the reason for asking these days especially. But pretty much all standalone devices these days, unfortunately, will require the Internet to work to connect people. Uh, Barring something like shortwave radio, there's very little tech that can connect people and doesn't require some form of an Internet connection. If you can afford a basic tablet with a cellular connection, that would allow you to connect to publications and get ebooks from both commercial sellers and public libraries, for example. It would also allow you to make video calls to people and groups and stay involved and active that way. Perhaps that would help. Now, that does require an Internet connection, but you can limit it to the device and turn it off if it doesn't work for you. These days, there are lots of social groups over video conferences, so you could join book clubs, knitting groups, and lots of other remote social groups that way. Without some form of Internet, though, there's really not much new tech out there that would provide some companionship other than what you already know about, you know, a phone, a TV, a radio, and so forth. Yeah, and of course, you've got the main thing already, radio. Uh, And we're glad that you listen to us on WBQO uh, uh, 93.7 FM. I just thought I'd mention that as well. Um, But it's a great question, but these days, really hard to do anything that isn't otherwise connected, especially for what you want to do. So, Gigi, let us know what you end up doing, and hopefully you uh, find some additional opportunities and friends and companionship and that sort of thing. And as Chris mentioned, you can always turn the stuff off. So if you're concerned about privacy or those kinds of issues, even get an inexpensive tablet or a Chromebook and just go online when you want to go to one of those groups or something like that. Uh, Let us know. It'll certainly help a lot of other people. And let's meet when you have a chance at intotomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses. From digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Into Tomorrow continues 500 seeds of five different types of trees were taken into orbit around the moon and later planted around the U.S. as well as a few other countries. They were called moon trees. Oh. little tech tidbit for you. What if they took some pies up there? Then they'd be moon pies. I see what you did there. Great. Now I'm hungry for a moon pie. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. It's time for our Eva History Feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. 
Here's Chris Grave line. IFA history. IFA IFA history. Camcorders with built-in VHS or beta cassettes were bulky. The industry tried to size down with smaller cassettes. VHS-C was a reduced VHS format. In 1982, 8mm video was announced. In 1989, at the International Funkausstellung, IFA for insiders, uh, Sony announced Video 8 High Band. Years later, with the introduction of the solid-state technology at IFA in 2001, the SD card by most manufacturers and the memory stick by Sony, because they have to always be different, camcorders could finally be drastically reduced in size, as the cards were tiny and there was no drive needed. Cassette-based camcorders started to disappear from the market. Here I come to save the day. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And we will visit them live and in person come September, so you want to stay tuned for that. All the while, you're listening Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Ah, yes, yes. When you call in to participate, you win some fabulous prizes. No promises, no guarantees, but do let us know about anything in particular that you may wish to have, and we'll do our best to perhaps get that to you. For example... From Lexip, we've got ceramic glide feet for your computer mouse. Ah, from Turtle Beach, Stealth 700 wireless gaming headsets. From Chipolo, item finders to find your keys, phone, or backpack in seconds. How about from Infinicore, Wally Grips. These are detachable wallet grip and stands for your smartphones. From Bits Limited, we've got some mini squids, travel size, surge protected power strips. And how does one win any of those particular prizes? You call in and participate either with our 800 number, 800-899-INTO, or with our free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. You can send a message, and it sounds like you're sitting right here with us. On your lap. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And in the meantime, let's meet at intotomorrow.com, shall we? Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. 800-296-1440. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for joining us in our 25th year on the air. Delighted to have you with us. Even more delighted when you take the time to call in with a question. Perhaps you have a digital dilemma that we can solve for you. Anything involving consumer tech. Or perhaps you want to help another listener with some added input from one of our answers. We love it when listeners help other listeners, and so do they, of course. Either way, we want to hear from you. Some, of course, are calling in with just a 25th year on the air. Congratulations, and that's terrific. But 
We would then also love it if you'd share with us what you like most about technology in those 25 years or however many years you've been on the earth uh, being able to experience tech or, for that matter, what you disliked about tech. Either way, it makes for interesting radio, we think, and we want to hear from you. So 800-899-INTO, anytime, toll-free from anywhere in North America, 1-800-899-4686, or even better, Use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, and participate. We want to hear you on the show. Our next guest is with a 30-year veteran of digital security and privacy products. He's the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. Chandler, welcome Into Tomorrow. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, First of all, tell me a little bit about Avast. I mean, obviously, you're not out of the woodwork like some other companies. You've been around for a long time uh, doing this job. What job does Avast do for folks? Your listeners will probably recognize the name because we are, by the numbers, the largest consumer cybersecurity company in the world. We've got 400 million users worldwide. Wow. Um, Our presence is is a bit larger in Europe, but growing um, in the USA. And we actually, the, the founding of the company is an interesting story, too, because it was founded by two uh, gentlemen who uh, were really passionate about delivering uh, digital freedom to folks um, after the fall of the Soviet Union in uh, the Czech Republic. So we have a long story history, and we are committed, we have been, since we started, committed to promoting the ideals of digital freedom online. And so today, that takes the form of um, a variety of consumer protection products, uh, but also a number of other initiatives that we could talk about today. Or we take it however you want to, Dave. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't know that you were the largest. That's a whole lot of uh, subscribers to Avast Services. Right. That's terrific. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that, one of the advantages that provides us is that we can leverage that network to understand incoming threats, meaning that each of those nodes, so every user has a device with our software on it. Also, there's information that is collected there about incoming threats. So not about what the user is doing on their device, but about the types of threats they're encountering. And so what that does is it gives us visibility um, to a large swath of different threats that are going around worldwide. And that's one of the kind of competitive advantages we have uh, because of the, our size and reach. That's a good point. Why is it important, do you think, Chandler, for consumers to to be aware of all of their information online? Because we have talked to folks for years about protecting your personal info from being exploited, and this is certainly uh, an important factor. But uh, I wonder if enough consumers are still paying enough attention. Yeah, it's... Well, I'll make this topical. How about that? Okay. This is one of those issues that I, is fun for everyone to talk to because it is apolitical, whether you're on the right or the left. Regardless of what side you're on, no one um, appreciates the fact that we have all become kind of these profit machines for big data, analytics, ad tech companies, and others who are exploiting us. And to your question, Dave, which is, why haven't consumers paid attention? It's an interesting thing because at the top you were talking about the 
Sox has been on there. You're 25 years, and you're asking what are some things people don't like about technology. Yeah. This is an issue that has been around. You know, I'm, I've been working on this for 10 years now, but my research goes back to the early 90s. So, for example, the browser cookie, most people who are generally aware of cookies now, has been around since the early 90s. And if, ever since its inception, people have been warning about the privacy threats that it poses. But it feels like only now, in 2020, have we reached this point where it's, it's enough in the public narrative where everyone cares about it, not just kind of tinfoil hat people, you know. <laughs> Joe on the street recognizes that this is a huge issue, but the challenge is what do you do about it? So, I, you know, I don't want to be too self-promotional here for Avast, but I can give you a couple of things you could do with our products, but maybe I'll pause there. Do you have questions or do you want to dig into any of the specific privacy threats consumers face, or do you want me to just talk about some of the things consumers can do to protect themselves? The latter, by all means, because I think a lot of folks are are certainly aware that, that Avast, you guys even have, last time I checked, still a, a free uh, tool that folks can download and use, and then obviously a plethora of other products available. But in general, the importance of all of us being able to protect our data certainly is is something that we need to talk about more and more. Sure. Yeah, and I would encourage your listeners to go to our website at ask.com. You can download our free AV tool or you can browse around and you can try free trials of our various privacy products in our portfolio, too. We just click on the, the privacy link at the top navigation bar there. But there's a couple ways to think about it. And the first is how do you stop your information from getting out there in the first place? This is very simple. And the other is, okay, once you understand that you've been being tracked for a decade or longer, what? how do you handle all the information that has already left your possession and is, quote, out there in the world, right? Yeah. That, that's a, one way to think about the issue. All right, I don't want to be tracked going forward, and I want to kind of clean up my data that exists out in the world. And so if you go to our website and look at the privacy tools, one is called Anti-Track. We have a VPN product called SecureLine, and we have a, a free private browser and i would put those in the bucket of i don't want my information being collected anymore so on a go forward basis stop tracking my data but the other product i want to talk about which is which is novel and has been getting a lot of attention lately is our new product breach guard which was designed to answer that question of what do i do about all this information about me that already exists in the world yeah, because it's certainly good to be able to close that barn door, but it sounds like maybe a few of the horses have already escaped. <laughs> so what do we right. do about those that are out there already? And that it's apparently right. is yeah, where it, breach guard comes in handy. That's exactly right. Yeah, and just to extend the metaphor, it's <laughs> not only the horses got now, but they're they're roaming wild all over the place. Right? Yeah. So how do we get them back under control? And there's a few ways to do that, and I want to be very transparent with the listeners, too. It is not... There are technical challenges here that prevent us from making this a silver or silver bullet solution, right? I mean, you, it is not possible to get all of that information back. It's just kind of the tube, and kind of if we can go out and delete it from every server that exists on. However, there are a lot of things that consumers can do is try to package them up in a simple form for them that anyone can use of any technical level. And what we do is, one, we'll tell you if we see information for sale on the dark web. So I think about it like this. There's two ways. The information generally exists in these illegal markets. So people hear about the dark web, information for sale on the dark web, um, 
kind of illegal forums where hackers buy and sell data in different formats. That's one place. We'll alert you if we find it for sale, and if there's a breach, uh, we'll keep an eye and make sure that your information ends up there. We tell you in real time. The other side of it, though, is there's a tremendous amount of information out there about you that was collected legally by data brokers, which are typically corporations you haven't heard of that are engaged in the exchange purchase and sale of consumer data, or also big analytics firms, ad tech firms. So people have watched recently The Social Dilemma on Netflix. They talk about this a bit. Um, but also there's information about us that we have willingly provided to platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, that then starts to wash around in this ecosystem outside of our control. So what BreachGuard does is, one, we will automatically opt you out of these data brokers' collection. Basically, we'll send them messages saying, delete all the information that you have about me and we'll no longer share it with others. And two is we have functionality that will walk the user through how to erase or stop the spread and abuse of their information on platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, et cetera. So it's, a, it's an advisor feature that will see the types of things you're doing online and then explain to you the privacy that's associated with that and help you remediate those accounts so the information doesn't exist and can't be. Uh, shared and sold. Chandler, pardon the interruption, but we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more with you. Chandler Givens is the head of consumer privacy with Avast, or Avast, if you will, at avast.com. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's 855-212-6536. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancel fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're talking with the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. I certainly like, Chandler, the ability to take back our personal info and, and are, is sort of a vast, uh, acting as our agent at that point, saying that, you know, uh, we know you have this information on Dave. He doesn't want it there anymore. Uh, we demand that you remove it now and confirm that you've done so. Or, I mean, is it something along those lines? Uh, how do we yeah, know that it works? Yeah, that's, 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 exactly, that's exactly what it is. And I will tell you that if a, if a typical person was going to kind of do this, on their own, it would take you, yeah, by my estimation, you know, hundreds of hours <laughs> to do this because it's, you have to track down each one of these different companies that you've never heard of that have been collecting information invisibly for years 
and then figure out how to send them this type of message. So Yeah. Even, you know, even if we knew so, where these companies were and that our information was in their hands, like you say, it would just take forever to get that accomplished. Yeah, so, uh, that's so, right. But you're saying BreachGuard is the new product that does that for us. That's exactly right, cool. yeah. And again, if you go to our website at ask.com and go to the privacy section there, you'll be able to find more information about the tool. In terms of the future of privacy at Avast, I mean, a couple of things to mention. One is this is an area where we see the market moving. I mean, if you go back to earlier in our discussion, I do firmly believe that we've reached a point that everyone has an understanding on some basic level that their privacy is under attack. Um, and, again, it kind of transcends whatever your ideology is. Everyone is upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- there's going to come a time, I think, in the very near future, where people recognize the same way they understand they need to have some sort of antivirus on all their devices. They understand that they're going to have to have some sort of privacy protection, personal information protection tool on every device that they use. And our aspiration is to be that, that tool that everyone uses. And I, I think the way that we're going to do that, that differentiates us from all the others out there, is we really want to make it as simple as possible, and we want to make it conform to what your particular behavior is. Meaning, if you're someone that typically only reads three news sites and then uses Facebook, well, we want to keep you protected on those three news sites and on Facebook. And it, you go on and on down the list, but it has to be personalized to each individual's experience. And that's, that's where we see the future of privacy protection, and I think we're going to get there before anyone else does. What does BreachGuard cost, or is it like a subscription service? How do we price this sort of thing? Yeah, it's a yearly subscription service. It's thirty nine ninety nine per year. Although, you know, we run promotions a lot, so if you go there today, there might be uh, a discount running. I don't know exactly at this moment, but it's thirty nine ninety nine per year. And I will tell you that because we're constantly adding to a list of third parties that we protect against, it's worth every penny because, again, it would be impossible for you to keep track of these things, and we're constantly updating it. So that different services you use, we can explain to you or automatically show you how to protect your privacy on any different service you use. So basically keeping it private when you want, where you want on the web. Yeah, and to be honest, Chandler, it sounds a whole lot less than I thought you were going to say. So I, I agree, for 40 bucks, less than 40 bucks a year, we're going to have these capabilities. Does BreachGuard also include your typical antivirus or malware, or is that we have to subscribe or, or look for those products separately? Yeah, you can, I mean, so the, our antivirus is free to everyone. And I guess it goes back to what I was describing in terms of our, our mission as a company. We, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. We really truly believe, and if you're in this company, you understand it because it's part of our culture, that everyone has the right to digital freedom online. So we offer the AV for free, and my understanding is we always will. So you can go to the site right now and download a free antivirus. And then BreachGuard is kind of an add-on. Uh, that you can purchase separately. And again, we have other privacy tools that might be better suited for other of your listeners. Um, but keep an eye on us because in the future, like I said, we're basically going to have an offering that it custom tailors to what you want on the web so you can be private when you want, where you want. So that's where we're moving to. But right now, go check out other privacy tools um, for those users or for your listeners that are concerned right now. Well, what is it that you guys are not yet doing? What can we expect from Avast into tomorrow, if you will? What What's up with you guys? Yeah, well, I, the, like I said, the the personalized dimension of it is so critical because because no two users are exactly alike. And so what we want to be able to do is 
keep you private on every different site or every different service that you're using. And as you can imagine, you know, there's thousands, millions of different sites and services you can use. So the task in front of us is how do we make those experiences as private for you as you want without really interrupting you or, or inconveniencing you? Because we found it's pretty clear that users are, although people, this is something called the privacy paradox, Dave. I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but it's the notion that everyone tells you they're concerned about privacy, but their actions don't match up with that level of concern they express. Oh, especially all the, the anti-social yeah. media. <laughs> so right. They don't yeah, care. exactly right. People, yeah, people talk about it all the time, but then they still are sharing, you know, pictures of themselves online that you're going, I can't believe you put that on the Internet. Right? Oh, exactly. Um, all right. I'm going on vacation right. now, so my house will be empty, and here's where I will <laughs> yeah. be a thousand miles away. Right. You know, that's right. I mean, let's Let's get more of that out there, right? <laughs> right. The key's under the mat. Um, yeah. And <laughs> well, keep up the good work, and we'll keep promoting you doing such. Uh, it's avast.com, A-V-A-S-T.com. So do check it out. Chandler, thank you for spending a few minutes with us on Into Tomorrow. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dave. It's my pleasure as well. Chandler Givens, the head of consumer privacy with Avast, A-V-A-S-T dot com. We'll get you there, too. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network. Stream Guys. Stream Guys is a leading provider of quality streaming media services. Whether you're an independent broadcaster or a large corporation, Stream Guys is your best choice for managed live or on demand video or audio streaming, dedicated server products, turnkey subscription services, podcasting, and much, much more. Stream Guys. Affordable, reliable, scalable. Since 2000, Stream Guys has been providing quality streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. StreamGuys.com. Starting next week here on Into Tomorrow, our three weeks worth of our 26th year of CES coverage, the big consumer electronics show starts, and we've already got a bunch of interviews for you, and we'll be presenting them starting next week right here on Into Tomorrow. Nosomi in the control room, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, and don't forget, you can listen 24-7 on our website. Streamguys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop at intotomorrow.com. Georgia in Atlanta. Georgia. Listens, I'm confused. Listens on AM 920. The answer. Hello, Georgia. Happy New Year, Dave and Chris. Congratulations on your 25 yesteryears for Enter Tomorrow. <laughs> I appreciate the interviews, reviews, and convention coverage. I know I need to learn what's going on, even though I consider myself sub to low tech. I have to say that even though as a writer, I appreciated being able to type better than I actually do on my first computer, a Xerox, and wow. love the convenience. I haven't loved everything technology has brought us, like typing with our thumbs on a miniature keyboard because many people just no longer want to talk to other people on the phone in their hand. I think communications have actually suffered. 
Well, I think you're right in many cases, Georgia. Thank you so much for the congratulatory message, as well as your input. That's what we're looking for from our listeners as well. Let's meet where you can hear all three hours anytime at your convenience, intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netflix. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.